0: What up?
1: What's going on? <laughs> Yo, hey y'all. Welcome back to another Thursday, Thursday night, night Nuggets. nuggets. <laughs> TNT, good. TNT.
0: <laughs> Straight from the, uh, what? Santo, Texas.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Straight from the tone.
0: Straight from the tone. I was going to say Houston. We ain't Houston.
1: <laughs> what's going on y'all hey welcome back to another episode Mm -hmm. we are glad to have y'all glad you guys chose to take the time to listen to us Mm -hmm. so we promise to try to make it worthwhile Mm -hmm. and if you have comments like we always like to say please drop them in there share them with us let us know what's going on how you feeling what you think yep okay oh Go
0: ahead, are you going to say something? I'm just going to say what we're talking about.
1: Oh, go ahead.
0: So, <laughs> um, as you can see from the title, um, we got this from Toby Eryomi, Um Apostle, sorry. Toby Eryomi, Eryomi, Um Which um, is a quote from him saying, You can't malip- manipulate God with condemnation. Oh, Ooh, it's so deep. That's crazy. Cool. Woo. God is not a fool. He's not one to be played around with okay yeah. He knows your heart I think it is Samuel uh sixteen seven it says he knows the uh, yeah he God sees uh, man sees the outside or the flesh, but God sees the heart. so God knows the intentions behind what you do. God knows <laughs> everything behind the tears fake ones, if that's the thing, if that's your thing, um, God knows everything, so you can't fool him when it comes to, oh, I repent, I repent, or, you know, you know, the feeling of being condemned, or, oh my goodness, I'm such a failure, or false
1: humility,
0: even, like, Lord,
1: why did you make this happen to me?
0: Right, it's like, okay, especially when you know why. Right, we bring up those questions as if we don't know, um, as if it's not our fault, as if we didn't make the choice that ended up in this result. Um, I know nowadays, especially I don't say the younger, but I'm just gonna say generalized. Okay, um, it's a cultural, I guess, thing amongst all ethnicities not to take accountability. Not to be responsible for your own actions, and that's not just with other people, but it's with God. And it's sad, but it's true. It's like, well, God, you know, you know, we come before Him with uh, our own halo, and we shouldn't even have one, quite honestly. And it's like it's probably in the back of our closet, stuffed behind all the crap that we give Him on a daily. So it's just like, okay, no, put that to the side, well, not to the side, put it in front of you, actually, and see what it is that you need to get rid of, see what it is that you truly need to bring before God, and repent of, and like change your mind on, what scripture do I need to meditate on, what do I need to declare into the atmosphere via God's word, when it comes to all the crap or stuff and junk in my closet um or the things that i'm doing right now you know what do i need to bring before the table before god just if you i always go back to this but if you and jesus I were sitting at a table my husband said this right um but it, he was mentioning something else and he's like okay so what do you have today you know with our prayers we have conversations this is our conversation with god I'm like, um, I don't... And all your stuff is piled up behind you. Visualize this, right? Instead of just putting it on the table before him. He's sitting across the table. Anyway, <laughs> so he can see. He can see everything that's behind you that you're trying to hide. It's a pal. It's, and I don't know how long. It's been piled up for years, maybe. Months, weeks, um, hours. You know, a lot can happen in a few hours. And so it's like oh you know lying gossiping just any kind of sin right that you've been trying to hide from god and he's sitting across the table saying just put it on the table before me right just put it on the table before me why are you um trying to hide something that i can see i'm sitting right here and then that is a slap in the face because you make him look like a fool and that he's not a fool you can't play god like he is one right Uh, you can play people because you can sometimes those who can't discern spiritually um, or who just can't see um, you can fool them because they can't see your heart right they can't see your spirit um, all the time Uh, we prophesy in part because we know our part right but God knows everything he's the one who knew you before you were created in the womb right he knows every single inch. (laughs) <laughs> of you so why wouldn't he know your heart and that's my interpretation
1: <laughs> yeah because it may as you were talking it makes you think about like you can try to fool yourself by not being the real self but when it comes to God's presence he automatically sees the real you mm-hmm. and so in that being the case you're not fooling anybody <laughs> and with this topic of course I think about Romans 8 and 1 where it says there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the spirit and here's why you can't manipulate God with condemnation because if you're in condemnation that means you're walking according to the flesh and there is no condemnation to those who are walking in the spirit right And so when you are finding yourself walking in the flesh, here's what got me, if you skip down to verse 8, I mean, because Paul says a lot of good things before then, but if you look at verse 8, it says, so then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Mm -hmm. And so if I'm walking in condemnation, trying to get, watch this, trying to get God's attention, it's never going to work. Why? Because he's not speaking to me in condemnation. He speaks to me in the language of conviction, Mm -hmm. right? That's the language that God talks to me in. So if I'm coming back to him in condemnation, he's like, I don't understand that. You're trying to trick me, but I don't even know what you're saying, right? Because you're in your flesh and the flesh cannot please me. So you can do all the crying all you want to. And I'm not trying to make God sound like he's insensitive or anything like that. But what I am trying to tell you is God is inviting you to just be real, right? Like my wife was saying... Like, you got stuff hidden behind your back. Just show me. Like, stop acting like it's not there or you got it all together. Or I can't see it. Or he can't see it. Yeah, just just come to me. Show it to me. And let's correct what needs to be correct. Let me remove what needs to be removed so you can therefore continue to walk in the spirit. And as you continue to walk in the spirit, you crucify the deeds of the flesh. And what that means really to me, as I think about it, excuse me, in this most simplest term, is the more I walk by faith, the less I'm controlled by my feelings. And so the more I'm in the spirit of things, in the spirit of God things, then the less I am in my feelings things. And now I don't have to worry about something happening and me feeling condemned And then going back to God and trying to manipulate him to do something from a condemned state. Instead of going back to him in the spirit and understanding that he has removed all my condemnation. And since I know that, I talk to him from a standpoint that there is no condemnation within me or around me. Mm -hmm. And therefore, now he can hear me clearly. Yeah. Because when he's speaking, or excuse me, when we're speaking to him, but we're speaking from a state of condemnation, there's a blockage there. Mm Because it's already told us that the flesh can't please God, and what's connected to the flesh is condemnation, and what condemnation, and what uh, excuse me, the uh, flesh is connected. To what the condemnation is connected to is the flesh, mm-hmm. and vice versa. You know what I'm trying to say. But, Take your time. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, them kids up there trying to get it done real quick, uh, and then uh, the Bible says uh, that you uh, just. Uh, just uh, <laughs> so so it's, it's condemnation finds itself connected to the flesh and flesh will always find itself connected to condemnation and so when you're walking in this way you're doing what verse 8 of Romans chapter 8 says you're not pleasing God you're not even getting his attention and that sounds bad because God loves you and he wants to hear you but he can't hear you if you're in condemnation because he said I've removed that mm-hmm. why are you going to a place that I have removed I'm not I'm not there anymore right. and so you trying to manipulate me from a place that I am not at it's just you looking insane if you will because you're talking to yourself you're not talking to me because I'm not in that place I'm over here in the spirit where where faith, excuse me, arises and faith thrives, overcomes feelings and emotions about things and starts to look at the bigger picture that makes those feelings and emotions look smaller uh, than they ever were before.
0: That's good. That's good. You know, and you made a good point. God, you know, well, I implied from God is spirit, right? So we talk to him, uh, the Bible says, well, we worship in spirit and truth. Because God is spirit. And so when you talk to God and condemnation being in flesh. And so we have conviction if we're walking in the spirit, because we know of the spirit. And we know of God and His ways and His personality and His characteristics and His Word. And what He and His promises and what He wants for us. And so outside of that like you said is condemnation is your flesh is um things that you desire of the flesh that you want that (laughs) when you you said you know all the tears and crying it made me think of you know when people go before the altar in church and they're just sprawled out on the ground and they're crying you know okay um And I'm not judging anyone. (laughs) This is your personal relationship with God, you know. But you really have to think, okay, and is this from a place of conviction? Um, Because I've been with the, you know, walking in tandem with the Holy Spirit. I've been talking to Jesus. I've been, you know, been in the right place. In the well, in the right place, not really. (laughs) You know, I've I've fallen short. But now, because but now since I'm in the Spirit, I know I've fallen short. I know from where place I need to come back and repent or is this a place of condemnation and I'm in the flesh and I'm, I want the desires of that flesh you know and it's like oh lord please give me this tesla oh and then it's just like crawling and sprawling and snot on the floor and you know for flesh for money I, I want it all I want it all why won't you hear me And it goes back to Psalms 37, 4. You know, God will uh, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. If you don't delight in the Lord, but you delight in flesh and those um, fleshly wants and lusts and desires, he's not going, like my husband said, to hear you. He's not going to respond. In some situations and circumstances I've seen, God will uh, respond in grace, but not what you um, might per se want, but what you need. And so it's just like, okay, why, why am I doing this? Am I really, am I convicted? Um, do I need a breakthrough? Have I been praying? Have I been fasting? Have I been meditating? Does my heart align up with the desires and delights of the Lord? And if it does, and I haven't seen my breakthrough yet, then I am pursuing, then I am pushing, then I am persevering, then I am enduring, um, and I am pressing towards the mark of the high calling in, of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Um, and it's like, okay, I'm in the Spirit, I'm walking in the Spirit. And once you have that assurance, and you have, um, and you know within your heart of hearts, you know, If you have fallen out and that you are walking in the spirit, that it's equals out to conviction, then you can be heard before the Lord. Lord. Then you can petition. Like, how dare you come before the Lord in condemnation and in flesh and not in the spirit and expect to be heard and expect to be respected in that sense that's disrespectful that is um putting god to a lower standard than you were giving him credit and he created you. he's the you know he alpha and omega he knows beginning to the end and from the beginning he even knows before you come to him which he doesn't answer like i said sometimes in grace but most of the time he does not answer to he even knows what you're going to ask for before you even come to him he's like, oh, okay, here we go. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. I'll, I'll place this in this spot. I'll place that in that spot for them to learn me, for them to grow in me. I'm giving them opportunities. I'm showing them this situation and that situation, this circumstance and that tribulation. I'm setting them back a few notches so they can bow down to me. And not to their flesh, so they can get rid of those things that are tearing them further and further away from me. And so it's like, okay, Lord, um, because I know with me, (laughs) I had to sit it down, sit it down, and once I did, you know, and not asking for things out of the flesh and in condemnation, but in um, conviction of those things which I god brought before me and i noticed like oh i was putting this before you i was doing this like you were not present um or not acknowledging you in the present okay lord so i put these things before you now and i I pray and i declare and i petition before you that those things in jesus name are gone i am done with them (laughs) like i make this agreement and this vow to you um to follow you in spirit and in truth Um, I think people stray away from the spirit too often Um, it's so easy because people are so impatient to hear from the Lord we want things now I want to hear from you now and if I don't hear from you now then God you must not be speaking right now so I'm gonna do what I want to do over here but then I'm gonna come back and cry before you for the again just It's a repeating cycle for the things of the flesh that I want rather than what you want from me. And so, that's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah,
1: and that's good because <clears throat> all of that you just described, just it popped the word right into my mind that I, I never put it in here, which, of course, is automatically in there, but it really pops now, now that you're explaining that, is... If you're living in condemnation, you are really living in selfishness. Like you are, no wonder God can't hear you. It's about you and not about him when you come to his presence. It's it's like if I went to somebody's house that needed my help to do something, but all I did was talk about me and my problems. As a matter of fact, can we just leave this situation and go to my house and figure <laughs> out what we're going to do about this? Right, it would, it would kind of put a ripple in the flow if there was ever a flow, right? Mm-hmm. Because you came over here and made it about you, but I needed you to see what was going on about me mm-hmm. and help me with this. What if God is coming to you by his grace and his mercy and he's saying, daughter, son, will you help me accomplish this on the earth? Mm-hmm. But all you're doing is saying, well, Lord, I mean... I, at the house yet. Yeah, what am I gonna do? <laughs> how am I gonna do? How am I gonna help you if I ain't got my Tesla yet? Mm. How, how am I gonna help you? Know what I've been asking for, Lord? Oh, it just must, it, it's probably because I'm just too bad of a sinner, Lord. It just, <clears throat> I just, this now I'm not worthy. False yet.
0: humility.
1: Yeah, and that false humility is really, again, connected and linked to selfishness. You're not thinking about the things of God, because if you were thinking about the things of God, you would focus on what he wants. As my wife brought out that scripture in Psalms, when it talks about delighting yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. People are so focused on getting to the end of that verse that they miss focusing on the beginning of it. The beginning of it says for you to delight yourself in him. How, you, how do I delight myself in him? What makes me delightful is when I do things for my wife and she's happy about it. I, I get great delight out of those things because now I'm like, yo, you know, happy wife, happy life. We all <laughs> understand that. But it's really when I am focused on delighting her and she receives that delight or she responds to that delight with joy. That that makes me happy. That's that I figure out that that's what my heart really wanted. It didn't need anything else. It didn't desire anything else. Everything else that I thought I wanted was just an illusion compared to what I was really wanting to receive. But it took me to delight, which that delight for focusing on her was to to take things off of me. And start seeing her, and then all of a sudden, I knew exactly what I got was what I needed. Mm-hmm. And so, this condemnation the reason why God can't hear you and the reason why you can't manipulate Him is because you're in selfishness mm-hmm. and He doesn't speak the selfishness language. That's a class He skipped. He's oh. not taking that class, right? And so, He's not even going that way she in that direction. That <laughs> Skip that bad <laughs> way. I don't need this. You right. So you have to look at, man, if if I ever find myself in condemnation, I need to understand, Lord, help me quickly get out of this. I don't want to look at me. I want to look at you and see what you desire. Lord, in, this, in the midst of this trials or tribulation, instead of me saying, woe is me, I should be looking at you and saying, what do you want to do with this? How do you want your glory to be seen from How do you want your will to be accomplished in this? And what, here's the key point, what is my part Mm -hmm. in all of this for your will to be done through my life?
0: Yeah, and that's, you made a lot of good points, of course, you know, (laughs) Um, going off of what you just said, you know, what is my part? lord i delight myself in you um this such and such is going on bills aren't getting paid you know i don't want to speak anything um (laughs) let's just say tribulations okay tribulations the circumstances situations everything's going on right now lord what is my part in this what do you want me to do or is it you know Do you want me to do nothing? Do you literally want me to physically be still? Or do you want me to spiritually be still? Or do you want me to physically and spiritually be still and know that you are God, exalted above the earth, exalted among the nations, Lord? And so just to um, really see, if we call ourselves delighting ourselves in the Lord, right? Really see um, what it is God wants us to do rather than what we think we should be doing. Because it, again, it goes back to the world word of selfishness. Lord, well, Lord, it's basically telling him, it's telling the teacher, "I got this." <laughs> like, are you joking? Sit down. It's like one of those um, know-it-all kids in the classroom that you just sigh when they talk, right? Because it's like, here we go. They know it all. They are the textbook matter matter of fact they are the teacher (laughs) sarcastically but anyway it's that and you know you've developed at least some kind of relationship with the lord when you can get to that point of saying okay lord what is it or you're trying to tell me what is it that you want me to do if anything you know like i said sometimes the lord doesn't want you to do anything i know um we've come from a church history i'm just say that of where you gotta go 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 and it's like you're going so much and you're doing so much you don't listen to what the holy spirit is trying to say because the holy spirit was ignored and it's just like you weren't given the holy spirit an opportunity to say anything because I have this idea, I have a business idea, I have this idea, da, 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 and I have this vision in my And it's good to have a vision, it's good to have a vision board, but if it doesn't involve the Lord, it is too null and void. And that vision board can be wiped clean because God was not included. The Lord was not was not considered Uh, the Lord was not asked we need permission we ourselves and our um, we are not of our own okay we were created by the Lord who knows our wills intentions and so forth and he knows the next steps so why don't we ask God who knows the next steps what are the next steps And it's just um, foolishness to think that we don't need God (laughs) to tell us what it is. Sometimes he'll just say, go. It's like, okay, Lord, where? Okay, I'll wait a month or two or a year. He's still saying, go, go. And and while he's saying, go, he, he's providing promises. He's in, uh, providing encouragement. He's confirming and giving you bits and pieces of the puzzle and information on where it is. Specifically, he wants you to go. And then, boom, I want you to go here. But Lord, I don't have flesh. I want you to go here. <laughs> Cut that out. Like, sometimes the Lord just wants you to move in faith. I don't know how to get there, but you know what I'm saying? And so that's just one example of the tying into the relationship with god tying into the relationship with jesus and having that open dialogue between you and the holy spirit where there is no confusion there is no backsliding right there is no um well let me just put this in my back pocket just in case like there is no just in case with the lord he the lord honors your faith He honors um, your vulnerability when it comes to laying it all before him and saying, God, this is yours. This is whatever you want. This is yours because I trust that you have the perfect will and intentions for my life. So whatever you want to do, I'm down. I volunteer. I raise my hand. And yes, (laughs) I know that doesn't always Come with, you know, prims and roses and chocolates and, you know, sunny days and just frolicking through the grass. No, like I know that doesn't always look good, whatever you want, you know, or allow me to go through, but I know in the end, it is for my good. And so um, it's having that relationship, having that open dialogue that God can trust you with um, to steward his words properly uh his uh prophecy for maybe someone else properly if god can't trust you and you're always in your flesh and you're always coming from a point of condemnation like my husband said no like you won't hear him because you're too busy talking you're too busy complaining you're too that complaining is grumbling in the lord's ears by the way you're too um just busy in flesh you're too busy in your own mind and in your feelings and emotions to where it's taken over the voice of the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit, I was reading and this has to sift through all of the stuff that you can't let go and so or decide to not let go but it is in the end your choice, you know, your decision Um, but that doesn't mean God's not still trying and busy pursuing you even if you've stopped pursuing him.
1: Mm-hmm. So if I could, <laughs> I guess real quickly, if I could <laughs> give you some encouragement to those of you who've made the Lord, uh, who made Jesus Lord of your life, um, it is in that scripture as I was looking at it, that there's no now therefore no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. And so you have to ask yourself, if I'm, if I'm walking in condemnation, I'm trying to get God's attention with condemnation, then I must be outside of Christ. Let me get back into Christ and let me see what my language sounds like from there, because I guarantee you, when you find yourself back in Christ Jesus, you will find yourself on the same wavelength as the father, and you'll be able to speak from a place of confidence and not condemnation yeah. right? you'll be in a place where you can speak boldly before God and see what he wants and he can show you some different things that he has put already put in you mm. to overcome the situation that's trying to bury you yeah. and there's where we begin to find out how much God loves us and how much he has for us and we won't question why anymore or if we do question why we're just like why are you so good God why are you so good instead of why are you letting this happen to me? It's a different perspective when I'm out of self and in Christ as compared to being out of Christ and in self. Mm-hmm.
0: But. And that's a good ending. Um, I don't know if I, I mean, there's more, but it's just along the same lines, you know, give yourself and your heart and your all and your spirit. To Jesus let that be the end and let him take you let him do the you know the work I mean he has done the work but you know what I'm saying um let the Holy Spirit lead, guide, direct you
1: wherever it is
0: um God wants you to be Mm -hmm. so I guess we're finished
1: alright
0: thanks for just sticking
1: around For episode two of season two. Thursday night nuggets. You know what I'm saying? We'll Stay figure out time. some time of some type of ending slogan we can get.
0: <laughs> I know because we still nah.
1: get nugget. Nah, that ain't going make sense. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, love y'all. We appreciate y'all, and uh we'll see y'all next time. <laughs>